1: Bends away, baseline shot. Shea puts it in and walks it off in OKC.
0: Giddy keeps it himself and takes it up as he glides with the finger roll.
1: What is up? And welcome to the Uncontested Podcast post-game summer league post-game edition. As the Thunder lose to the Washington Wizards out in Las Vegas, eighty-nine to one hundred five. I am your host. For this afternoon slash this evening, we're live here in Oklahoma City about 5.45 p.m. Jacob Niffin. We are part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and DailyThunder.com. And we got a basketball game to talk about, folks. The Thunder have one more Summer League game left. I believe our own Nick Crane reported that that game will happen on Sunday. I don't think we have a schedule yet, though. So we will see what happens with that but you can expect to see this team play one more time on Sunday. If I were a betting man, I would say you probably won't see Jay Will. You won't see Chet Holmgren in that game. You may not see Usman Jang. You may not even see Caseen Wallace. It may just be a bunch of the guys that are fighting for two-way spots in that final summer league game. And that will be the last time we see this Thunder team until we get to training camp in late September so the two-month NBA dead period about to begin but we got to talk about this game first the Thunder drop it 89-105 to the Washington Wizards starting lineup for the night Case and Wallace we had Butler, Oos, Keontae Johnson, and KJ Williams started few interesting notes. We probably won't make this post game very long, but please get your questions into the comments. If you are here in the live stream with me, so I can answer them here in a bit, uh, just a whole, not a whole lot to take away from this one. So we'll talk about it a little bit. I may reference back to some previous summer league games as well, because I have not been on a post game since being back from Las Vegas, but let's dive into this one. So the Thunder, no Chet tonight, no J-Will tonight. Uh, really the only two guys that are kind of like confirmed for sure going to be on the Thunder roster are Kaysan Wallace and Usman Jang tonight. Uh, two interesting games, so we'll dive into theirs. Uh, and a few other players that I just thought were interesting tonight that I wanted to touch on. We also found out a couple hours before the game that recently acquired guard Tai Washington that the Thunder got from Atlanta would be available to play tonight. And he did No Usman Garuba, who was also part of that deal. Uh, I haven't seen Usman in Vegas. I would assume he is not there. And that is why he was not bumped up to the summer league roster. Uh, I don't know if that means anything. I don't think that Tai Tai playing in this game means anything, uh, but just an interesting note, regardless, a few guys. I want to talk about, with this Thunder team, their performance today and their performance over Summer League overall. The first guy I have to start with is Usman Jang. Jang tonight played 28 minutes. He ended with 17 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal, a block, and 2 turnovers. He was 5 of 12 from the four floor, 3 of 7 from 3, 4 of 4 from the free throw line. And I know you guys have heard this a million times. I know Taylor and Nick talked about this a lot on their post-game show just a couple of nights ago. But take away the first six quarters in Salt Lake City Summer League, and Oos has put together a very good summer. Now, Justin's favorite caveat, it's only Summer League, right? We can't buy too much into stuff one way or the other. It is only Summer League but you would prefer guys to play better than to play worse in summer league. And Usman has been very, very impactful. Uh, tonight, I was very impressed, especially that third quarter. He had a pair of threes in that third quarter. One was a step back and one was a catch and shoot that were just very smooth. The jumper looks wonderful. Um, and it's stuffing the stat sheet tonight, five rebounds, five assists, the steal, the block. He looks very comfortable guarding out on the perimeter. Still gets pushed off of his spots a little bit defensively, but I thought for the most part tonight, guarding the perimeter, moving his feet, he spent some time on Bilal Koulibaly, who did have a very good game tonight. But I just thought the way Oos played defensively, that's how he's going to get his minutes on the floor with the fender. Um Mark Dagnall isn't going to play him much if he doesn't defend. And at his size, you would think you would want Oos playing closer to the rim, guarding bigger fours. He is like 6'10", 6'11". He's a really large dude. But right now, just the, the physicality defensively isn't quite there. And I think he moves his feet so well defensively. I know Nick talks a lot about moving his feet offensively and seeing something, but not being able to get his feet where they need to go. I think defensively, he slides really well. And his length just makes up for so much on the defensive end for him. And then offensively tonight, Just, I feel like as Summer League has progressed, you have seen what Sam Presti talks about in this idea that Us has great feel for the game. One play that really stood out to me tonight that didn't result in anything, I think it actually ended up in a turnover on Usman Jang, one of his two of the night, But it was just a beautiful play where it was in the second half, I think third quarter. He was on the left side of the court on the wing. Maybe was involved in the initial action. He swung the basketball. But somebody at the top was like playing off a pick and roll. And Oos cut down the baseline. A well-timed cut. He waited for his man to kind of cheat towards the middle and turn his head and look away from Jang. Jang immediately cuts down the baseline. Catches a pass on a backdoor cut. Um, I think he took one dribble and got to the other side of the rim and threw this kind of like behind the back drop off pass to a cutter coming down the lane. And it didn't end up getting there and the ball got turned over, but the process for us to get there, which was float off the ball, wait and make a timely cut catch. know the defense is going to shift your way, get under the basket to the opposite side and leave it for somebody else. Just the mental process to make that play just that one really popped to me. You can see, I, I, I think as far as like entry passing and getting the ball inside to Chet on mismatches, I think Uso has been the best passer on the team in that regard. All of summer league. Um, we've seen Butler really struggle to get the ball to Chet down low. Um, I think Kason has done it. Kason, Kason, Kassan, So annoying. I'm just going with Kayson. But I train my brain to go Kaysen. So we'll see what happens. I think Kayson, Kayson, Jesus, does a good job of that as well, getting the ball inside the chet. But I've just I've been really impressed with Jang's process. It's been very good. Uh, and then the shot. We got to talk about the three-point shot against who was it the other night? Indiana. He was hitting like off-the-dribble threes, step back threes, which was very impressive. He's been hitting catch and shoot threes tonight. He had an off the dribble one uh, and a catch and shoot one. I think in back to back possessions or two and three possessions during the third quarter, if the shot is dropping, and he's got kind of the IQ to play like he like he does with the 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 passing and the cutting and the um, just understanding where to be. And the defense continues to come along. He's he's a project. He's going to take some time. He's like not going to reach his final form for a while. But you can see the progress. And that's exactly what you want. If he can continue to progress, you've got a really, really good player on your hands. Like, is he going to end up being a long-term starter? Is he just a rotational piece? Does he end up being a high-level starter? Does he stay on the team? Like, I don't know those answers. All I know right now is from where he was last summer, how he progressed through a season, which was up and down for him with injuries and inconsistent. And then where he's at this summer, I'm excited to see what the next two months for Jang looks like before he gets to training camp, because that is a big window for him to get bigger, get stronger Work on different aspects of his game, and really come into into camp and be just a very very good basketball player. Um, he's younger than like half the guys that were taken in the first round this year. He's only like a few months older, I think, than uh, Jerris Walker, who he played against the other night. Like he's got a long runway, and I've been very impressed with what I've seen after that first Utah summer league game. I was worried but he's really responded, rebounded. Uh, I think the physicality has ratcheted up. And maybe more importantly than that, I think the confidence has gone up for Us. Uh, Just impressive stuff by him. So really wanted to touch on Us in this postgame. Also want to talk about Kaysen Wallace a little bit. When you look at the stat sheet, minus that first game, Kaysen has struggled. So tonight, 3 of 8 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. Two of four from the free throw line. He ended with 10 points, one rebound, two assists, two steals, four turnovers. Let's start with the struggles of Cason Wallace, and then we'll talk about the positives. The struggles. First one I noticed tonight, like in three or four different instances, he struggled with ball pressure, especially in the backcourt. Bringing the ball up the floor, Washington really pressed him hard. And he struggled, struggled to keep the dribble. He would pick up his dribble. He would get stuck. Um, that's something that he can work on. That's, that's being more aggressive, having a tighter handle, uh, and being more confident. He can get there. Uh, that's not something I'm super worried about. Uh, but it's something that definitely popped today. And you know what? If that's something he struggles with, what better place to put him in a position to face those struggles than Summer League? That is exactly what Summer League is for. Other place of struggle I saw from Kaysen today is in the paint. On offense, when he got into the lane, there were multiple times where he would try to make interior passes that just couldn't get there, and he turned the ball over. There were also some finishes, some like underhand scoop finishes, um, some more touch finishes rather than aggressive finishes that just missed everything. I think he had two or three air balls on layups, which is not what you want to see. With how built he is, with the style of player he is, I want him to be more physical going to the basket instead of like doing those like scoop shots or those floaters, really get into his man and try to go up and over guys. I'm not saying like dunk on them, that'd be awesome. But get into somebody and like lay up over the top of them. Uh use his physicality to bump somebody off of his spot and then go up. He just had some some really bad looks at the rim tonight. He had an awesome like Off the dribble, uh, drove straight to the basket, got a big dunk. That was fun. But some of the finishes were struggles for Kaysen tonight. So ball pressure, handling the basketball, and finishing in the lane. Real struggles. Flip side. let's talk about some of the good stuff. Big vibe I've gotten from Kaysen in, what is this now, three, four summer league games in Vegas. He just makes the right play. Like there's sometimes when you watch basketball and you can just feel like this guy has dribbled like one or two dribbles too many times, or he's trying to do just a little too much. I never feel that way with Kason. He comes off of a screen and if two come to the ball, he immediately flips it to the roller or to the pop man. Uh, he drives and he finds guys in the corners after the defense cheats off to, to come over and stop the drive he makes the smart offensive basketball play. He spots up in the corner. He relocates well. Uh, There were a couple of times over the past few games where he'd be under the basket and then end up out at the corner uh, and catch a pass and shoot. Like, I think he relocates well. He doesn't become stagnant off the ball. Those are very good things. And I think that whenever you get him with this Thunder team out there with guys like J-Dub and Josh and Shea and Chet, And Oos and Michich and Kenny Hustle and all these other guys, he is going to have much more opportunity to catch and attack. Like maybe he develops into a primary ball handler and a really good playmaker. It's a possibility. I'm not going to put a ceiling on the kid. But right now, I feel like what's going to benefit him the most, benefit the team the most, is him being more of a screener, a spot-up guy who attacks off of a closeout. I imagine. Uh, a Josh and Chet pick and roll where Josh Giddy comes off the screen, uh, starts to drive to the basket, draw some attention. The defense has to sink over to Chet to avoid the lob. And Josh finds Kaysen in the corner wide open because Kaysen's man cheated off of him. Kaysen catches, gives a head fake, drives to the hoop, and then drops off a pass as the defense rotates. Like I see that as kind of early on his offensive game. And I think he can be really good at that. When the best defenders on the court aren't on him, I think he will do really well. The other side of the floor, I've just been so impressed with his defense. He has really quick feet. There were multiple possessions tonight where he was guarding a ball handler, and a guy would try to drive past him. And it kind of gave me Lou Dort vibes in the sense that he moves his feet fast enough to stay in front of his man But keeps his arms back and uses his strength and his chest to body his man up, uh, which is just very impressive to me. He did it a few times to Bilal Koulibaly. He did it a few times to Johnny Davis. Another
2: day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: The strength and the anticipation, both really, really good defensively. I think those translate day one. Like, I think he's going to be a good NBA defender. He's going to struggle at times. He's going to foul. He's a rookie. But I think a lot of the defensive stuff is going to translate. Cumulating with, there was a possession. I can't remember if Kaysen turned it over or if somebody else turned it over. But he ended up as the one defender back on a 2 and one fast break. And the Washington Wizards went for an alley-oop. And Kaysen kind of played middle ground. He didn't commit fully to the ball handler and give him an easy pass. He didn't commit fully to the guy without the ball and give the ball handler a wide-open layup. He kind of played that middle ground and the Wizards went for the alley-oop, and Kaysen was in between the two guys and just went up and and got the basketball. And at the rookie press conference, the introductory press conference, Coach Mark Dagnall, um, you guys have all probably heard this, compared Kaysen Wallace to Ed Reed, the former Ravens safety. The football analogy stuck out to me on that play. He looked like a defensive back, baiting the quarterback, and then high-pointing the ball and getting it a very impressive defensive play from Kaysen. Some guys would drive on him. They'd get past him just a little bit, and he's so quick with his hands. I'm like swiping down and getting at the ball and knocking it off somebody's knee and, and causing a loose ball or a turnover, knocking the ball out of bounds. Those long arms, those quick hands, uh, his strength and his physicality to use his chest and his torso to defend instead of his his arms and reaching in. Just a lot of good stuff from Kacen Wallace. I am very excited about him. A lot of growth. A lot of room to continue to improve. But I think he's going to be pretty entrenched in the rotation for the Thunder this coming season. A few notable guys uh, like Jared Butler had 22 points on 8 of fourteen, four of 8 shooting, uh, 3 rebounds, 4 assists. I think Jared Butler has done very well in summer league scoring the ball. There are some times where I think he doesn't pass as much as he should, um, but that's that's fine. Keontae Johnson, again, with another nice outing. Nine points on 10 shots, but he had six rebounds and an assist. Uh, just a really, really strong body. I think he's a good shot maker. I'm going to enjoy watching him on that two-way. Lots of folks have mentioned. Can Keontae be the next Aaron Wiggins, the next Lou Dort, the next whoever, who goes from two-way to getting a full-time contract. Could be. I just don't see it happening this year because that means that you have to get rid of another player on this roster. And there's just so many quality players. I don't think the Thunder are going to do that. Last guy I want to talk about before we get out of here. mentioned at the top of the show, Tai Tai Washington, formerly with the Houston Rockets, traded to Atlanta and then traded to Oklahoma City. Makes his Thunder... Summer league debut tonight played 19 minutes, had four points on five shots. 0 of one from three had two assists uh, and two personal fouls. That was all of his, his stat line. But I thought he made two things that I noted about that. I thought he made some really good passes, some really good pick and roll uh, attacking the basket, finding the role, man, finding the guy in the opposite corner, drawing the defense and making plays for others. I saw a lot of really good stuff from from that portion of Tai Tai tonight, and then the other side of the floor. I think he struggled defensively, uh, especially with foot speed. I think guys got by him pretty easily. Um, it's a one game sample size, so it's not that big of a deal. Tai Tai did tear it up in the G League last year for the Houston Rockets. I forget how many games he played, but he had like twenty seven, like eight and five stats or something like that. It was really crazy, really good summer le- or uh, G League season for Tai Tai. What does it mean that Tai Ty, Ty played tonight? What does it mean that Usman Garuba is not playing? Um, are the Thunder going to keep one of them? Are they going to trade him? I don't know. If I had to bet, I would assume the Thunder don't keep either. They have 21 guys on the roster. But we'll see. Still a lot of time to go. They're probably not going to make those decisions until training camp, and they're just going to let these guys compete for spots. But if you can flip Tai Tai or Usman Garuba for another asset, I would imagine they would probably do that. I, I think that trade to bring those two guys in was more for the pick and less for the players. But I think, hey, if we can bring in more young players and increase the competition in camp, and really ratchet this thing up and see who comes out on top, why don't you do it? Right. I, I think that's kind of the mindset. So. No, nah, no big takeaways from Ty Ty's game. Uh, I thought he looked fine. Um, but what does it mean for the long term? I don't think there's anything we can take away from it. Told you guys we're going to keep this one short. I still have to pack for a trip, so I'm going to get out of here. Quick programming note. The Thunder Summer League finale will be Sunday. Not sure on the time yet. Our guys will be live, though. Sunday night, 9 p.m. Central Time, as always. So make sure to join them. I will not be there. Sunday or next Wednesday show. But Nick, Taylor, Justin, JD, will all have you guys covered. They will have some fun content for you guys, breaking down summer league, looking forward to this dead period, maybe talking a little bit of like, will Poku get an extension and what guys need to work on between now and training camp and different things like that. So it should be some good shows coming up. So make sure you are subscribed to YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts at. Also, follow us on social media. We've been dropping some really fun content from Summer League. We have Facebook, Twitter, Threads, Instagram, TikTok. Follow us on all of them. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in after a not super exciting Summer League game, but one we still needed to talk about. I will see you guys next week, but make sure to tune in this Sunday, 9 p.m. Until then... As always, send up.
2: The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos.